Welcome back to Mermaid City Broads. This is our 10th episode, which will be um, the final episode of season one, which I'm super excited about. Season finale, you guys. And on Valentine's Day week, no less, two days before Valentine's Day is when this episode is going to be released. Yes. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about all things Valentine's Day, um, gifts, when you should start celebrating Valentine's Day. All of that jazz. Expectations on Valentine's Day. What to uh, what to do, what to get, what not to do. So we're going to start this episode like we do with all of our other episodes. We're going to get you guys started with an update from us. Um, so, Mariah, do you want to tell us your little update? My update, uh, I guess it fits pretty well into this episode because I did just start dating this guy. or not. I, I, I don't know if we're dating, but we're seeing each other very casually. I, I met him... Two weeks ago, on Wednesday it'll be two weeks, um, but things are going good. And I guess Valentine's coming up is a little bit stressful because I don't know what the expectation is and I I don't know how to bring it up. Because um, of right, as of right now, I have reservations with my best friend <laughs> at a restaurant. I so. love it. <laughs> but I'll get more into it later. Uh, but yeah, that's my update. I'm happy. Things are going well. Good. With this dude. They better be. They're going well, okay? Okay, all right. I'm not putting any pressure on you or anything. I'm just saying. I'm feeling pressured. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pressuring myself, y'all. This is... New things are hard and they're scary. Don't stress. Don't stress. We'll we'll pick it apart later. Okay. Um, I don't have a whole, whole lot of updates. Last week I told you guys that I recently reconnected with the guy who was on our Holiday Horrors episode. Oh, yes. he was my ex's best friend, and apparently that's really funny to him that I called him that. Um, so he listened. So he listened. Right? Yeah, <laughs> basically. He listened to the episode that he was on. He messaged me and, and asked me um, what episode he was on, and I told him. And immediately he goes, oh, ex-boyfriend's best friend, LOL, that's funny as shit. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so he's, like, giving me his reaction as he's hearing it. I'm like, oh, shit, I wonder what he's going to think, you know? I really thought that it would be more of a negative reaction. I just thought that he wouldn't like having his business aired on like a public forum as a lot of people don't enjoy. Um, but I really never thought he'd hear it cause I never thought we'd be on speaking terms again, but here we are. Never say never. <laughs> exactly. He said, it was funny to me, and I'm too old to care if my mom knows I occasionally do dot, dot, dot at her house when I'm home for the holidays. My brothers pull the same shit all the time. There's just yet less yelling. Oh. I know. I was like, ooh, good burn. That's a good one. That's good. Um, And I, you know, I kind of mentioned, I was like, well, you know, I'm still a little uncomfortable with it and stuff, especially because... I am still dealing with some of the the shameful thoughts that that come from those actions. So I was really expecting him to like lay it in on me, but he didn't. I mean, he was perfectly fine with it. He thought it was funny, um, and I hope he listens to the rest of them. So if you're listening to this one, uh, you made it all the way through season one. So I appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> he's yeah. a great guy. He's he's uh, he's a lot of fun. So I'm glad I have him back in my life. I'm glad he wasn't. Uh concerned or freaked out or yeah embarrassed yeah as me a lot too. of y'all get yes <laughs> it is true some of y'all get butthurt a little too easily in my opinion but uh-huh. that's okay that's okay we're here for it you can vent to us about it odds are we're gonna either call you out really casually or just not respond not respond is my go-to yeah 
Yeah. I think mine is to call them out casually. Yours is very much to call them out. Well, I'm more of like a confrontational type of person and I, I'm not always super aggressive with it, but it's like, okay, you said something because I said something. Okay. Let's discuss it. Like, let's talk about it. You're scary. I am scary, bitch. You're if, you, scary. if you're going to come at me about something I said, you better have a well-rounded argument to tell me why I can't talk about what the fuck I want to talk about. See, I just kowtowed. I'm like, okay. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I'm not letting her do that anymore. No, like, I'm working on it. Okay. We're done with the little disclaimers. Um, <laughs> we have a little, uh, mermaid city broads, little group update for you guys. So yeah, I'm on, what was, what day was that? When Wednesday it was on Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? Yeah. So yeah, last Wednesday we went to a Austin podcasters meetup event at a winery and it was amazing. So was much fun. So glad we went. We learned a whole lot, a lot how to monetize, how to uh, create traffic for our podcast. We met a bunch of podcasters um, in the area. Those that have podcasts that are monetized and those who are like are really just starting. There was one girl there who um, she said she drives Uber right now and she just she wants to start a podcast. So she's working on that too. So it was really interesting. Saw a couple of familiar faces actually. Yeah. Two guys that we knew. That was fun. Um, and I mean, a lot of these podcasters had, you know, over 60,000 followers on their accounts, which is crazy. Right. I mean, there was this one like middle-aged man. Oh yeah. He was saying, didn't... he was like, I have 60,000 listeners. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, you don't look like you're on social media. <laughs> I was like, we have a couple We hundred. have 360 followers on Instagram and we have like, I think 80 monthly listeners total. So, but he's been doing it for four years. Yeah, exactly. So we're just starting up. So we've been taking it all with a grain of salt, but, uh, come to find out most of them don't know anything that they're doing just as much as we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. And that was the point of the event. And I think every attendee learned something and absolutely. We got several people come out to us after the event wanting to be on the show. Um, and surprisingly we were the only podcast who talked about sex and relationships which I was honestly like really surprised. I was about. very surprised about that. Yeah. I feel like, however, though, most of the content that we consume is about dating and relationships and sex. Well, it's where we are right now in our life. Yeah. So I feel like definitely in our age, we were the youngest group there. I, I believe 22 and 23 were the, the youngest ages there, but it was a really good time. It was a whole lot of fun. And then we ended up uh, going to Maggie Mays and listening to this really cool group. And they had a Gary sub- Lee Cox. Gary Lee Cox. Um, they had a substitute drummer who I am hopelessly in love with. Allie's stalking him currently. Um, I'm not stalking him. I just found his Facebook page. You're welcome. You're welcome. Mariah found his Facebook page. <laughs> so she's the one doing the stalking. But uh, Gary Lee Cox. Um, at Allie, your drummer. No, sub, <laughs> yes, uh, substitute drummer at me. Um, Instagram handle is Allie Island, E-I-L-A-N-D. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'll cut that out, but yeah, he's a, he was a cutie and he could, uh, he could really drum. Yeah, it was fun. And our boy Garth came. Garth, yes. we love you. Garth so Tubbs. To you, BBS. We, uh, what is it? We salsa a little bit. You did. That was fun. We uh, we ended up actually taking a shot with Gary Lee Cox himself because Mariah uh, and I and Garth were all yelling and screaming at the top of our lungs for them, <laughs> which was really nice. Um, and then we just ended up coming back to San Marcos, so it was a lot of fun, but we're, we've been doing some more networking and stuff, so hopefully we'll have some new guests, some familiar guests for you guys on the next season, but yes. we will see where that goes. 
So let's jump into our topic for the day. Let's dive into it. Let's dive in. Head first. <laughs> cannonball. Stops. Let's cannonball. That's in. it. We're done. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. The day that a lot of people dread and are excited about at the same time, I think. I feel like they're like fake. They're like excited deep down, but they're, they act like they hate it. So like an equal amount of excitement and dread comes into this holiday. Yeah. You guys know Valentine's day. It's the day to celebrate your loved ones. Um, there's candy, there's roses, there's fancy dinners, hot sex, all of that good stuff that comes with Valentine's day. But on this episode, we're going to pick apart some of the more common themes that us as millennials and, um, that us as single people deal with, uh, like the recurring thoughts we have about Valentine's day. And we're going to talk about pretty much most of the things that go through people's heads, whether you're single, whether you're dating, talking, hoping, pining, whatever you are on Valentine's day, most of the drama that we deal with. So first off is expectations versus reality. What do we expect versus, um, I said that really weirdly. First is. Versus. Versus. Um, what really happens? Um, first of all, like, you can't expect your partner to know exactly how you want Valentine's Day to go. I mean, there's no mind reading involved. Unless Amen. you're dating a psychic or a medium. Or, I don't know what else there is. But no mind Somebody reading. from the future. Somebody from the future. Yeah, there's no way that your partner can know exactly what it is that you want or don't want when it comes to Valentine's day. There's no unspoken unwritten rules that say after this long, you're supposed to do this for your partner. You're supposed to get this for your partner or they deserve an all out all expenses paid, like whatever type of Valentine's day. Like you don't need to go the whole nine yards. And I'm guilty of this personally. I mean, I've been with guys and I've expected a whole lot for Valentine's day. And I've always been disappointed because my expectations were not unrealistic, but I didn't too high for the relationship. Yeah. Well, I don't, I wouldn't say too high, but I think I didn't make it clear what I wanted, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's hard because like you shouldn't have to do that. You know what I mean? But like, it's not fair to be disappointed or upset with your partner if they don't meet your expectations. Especially if you didn't tell them what you wanted. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too, because you know, you can sit there all you want and, and hope and, and wish that your partner is going to get you everything that you desire if they're getting you something or do what you want. But I think that there is a little bit of a fine line. I mean, obviously there's something to be said about knowing your partner well enough to be able to get them what they want or I say say get them what they want in like a materialistic sense but it it applies to more than just that but Mm -hmm. getting them what they want or doing what they want with them for Valentine's Day like you should know to an extent or you shouldn't even be wanting to participate in Valentine's Day with them but also you can't yeah you can't expect them to go above and beyond your standards yeah well and there's if there's, they don't know. There's nothing wrong with being like, hey, I want to do this for Valentine's Day. What do you think? Or like, if we're getting each other gifts, this is what I would like. You know, I don't think it sounds bossy. It doesn't sound greedy. It doesn't sound any of that. I no, think it's, it's communicating. It is communicating. I think that's important on Valentine's Day. But also there's like this, I don't know, level of importance that's applied to Valentine's Day for some unknown reason. Like, 
Yeah. It's just it's a day. It's not Christmas. It's not your birthday. It's not an engagement. It's not. Why is a day that literally has wedding? nothing to do with your relationship the focus of so many relationships? I don't know. Valentine. Based on what? St. Valentine, a man who was supposedly a martyr, who. There are several different speculations onto who St. Valentine actually was and how the holiday came about, but he was supposed to be this heroic pe- person who was freeing people who were in jail or who were poor. Or there's also the story that St. Valentine was this guy who um, married young couples um, against the wishes of like somebody in power in Rome at the time uh, in order, like that person was trying to increase like um, military military enrollment. Yeah. So it's got no real valid spiritual meaning to it, you guys. It's just a marketed holiday. It's a Hallmark holiday. With a really great meaning. I mean, I think, you know, the whole basis around it is to spread and share your love. But that doesn't have to be... I don't think it has to be monetized. I don't think it has to be materialized. I don't think that it has to follow anybody's specific candy heart conversation guidelines. Well, and I think nowadays it's, you know, it's tough because social media influences how you feel about holidays and you see what other people are getting. You see what other people are doing and experiencing with their partners or spouses and you expect the same in return. And it's like, A, not everyone can do that for you and B, not everyone cares that much to do it. So it's like, I mean, and I've done that before. Like I've looked, I've looked on Instagram and in past Valentine's day days and I've been like, Oh, well, why, why can't I have that? Or like, why can't my boyfriend do that? Yeah. But it's like, you feel like you're missing something, but you're missing you're out. Yeah. You're missing out on something that other people have. So you're, you're going to miss out on it no matter what. Well, and it takes away from your relationship. Yeah. Cause I mean, I've had a fight on every Valentine's day I've spent with someone. Oh, Wow. Because of how it went. Because my expectations were too high. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, that was on me. I think that... I don't think I ever had really, like, high expectations for Valentine's Day. The only time I've ever participated was... I think it was twice in high school. Um, the first Valentine's Day, I really didn't expect anything because we were so young. I was 15 and he was 17. And we'd barely been dating for like two months. So I I didn't think that anything was going to happen, but he ended up uh, bringing me a a bouquet of flowers at the end of the day and candies and a teddy bear. And he sent me some carnations in class, which was really sweet. sweet. It was very sweet. And then the second Valentine's day, he didn't do anything. He had his mom set up everything. For me, which now that I think about it, he tried, right. But now that I think about it, I really do think that his mom kind of orchestrated everything when it came to gifts for me. I feel like I've mentioned this in a previous episode, but his mom bought all of the jewelry that he ever bought me. Um, and it matched my skin tone and my eyes perfectly. So So ladies, we know his mom bought my stuff, but for the second and last Valentine's day that I spent with him, I had said that I didn't want to do anything big. I just wanted to spend time with him. So he took me to lunch at his house and then took a nap with me. And that was it. Uh, <laughs> and that was the last Valentine's Day I celebrated with a partner. Well, so he, did, he answered your prayers. He did spend time with he you. He did spend time with me. I was trying to have sex with him on our lunch break. At <laughs> <laughs> like, that time I was like 16 or 17 in high school and he just wanted to nap. And I was like, okay. Interesting. All right. Interesting. Great V-Day. 
I think my best Valentine's Day was in high school. I think it we were it was senior year, I think, when mm-hmm. I was dating my high school boyfriend. And he picks me up in his dad's blue Mini Cooper. Hot. And he walked to the door, knocked on it, gave me a flower, gave me flowers, took me to Gloria's downtown. Mm. So good. Uh, he got his stepdad to make me this. Uh, his stepdad was a, is a uh, statue maker and like metal worker type guy. Okay. Cool. He made me a little bronze saxophone statue because I played sax. Oh, how precious! And he got you were me, a you were a band uh, geek. I was a band geek. And he got me this like full Paul McCartney book because he knows I love the Beatles. Oh, that's precious. Yeah, it was so sweet. And then he just took me home and gave me some chocolate, and that was it. But it was like the best because like when you're that young, it's like there's no sex. Well, for me, there was no sex. Yeah, getting in the way. There was no going home with each other. There was no extra stuff it was purely there was no being extra there was no extra stuff yeah, yeah exactly. yes it was so much simpler in high school purely taking me to dinner yeah oh god i miss like 18, that 17 18 year old i miss that going out on a date on valentine's day and not having like uh, the, like first of all not even having the option to have alcohol on the table exactly no drinking no getting fucked up no none of that no not remembering the night no none of that i wish i was 16 again I don't, but sometimes. sometimes I do. Like turning, it really did go by fast. Of age to drink, you know, it just changes your whole entire life, and the expectations of how you spend your evenings just completely totally change. Yeah, agreed. So another thing that people really tend to get upset about uh, around Valentine's Day or uh, tweet about passive aggressively that I've tended to notice. Mm-hmm. Um is that you just like hope that you have somebody for Valentine's day. You know, you just, you're just sitting there hoping and hoping and hoping and like getting on Tinder and swiping as fast as you can, trying to make dates with people, trying to rush it to get to this point with somebody that you don't even know for a holiday that is literally irrelevant to your life. Very. And And that's okay. That is fine. It's okay. Nobody else but you cares that you don't have a Valentine. Nobody gives a fuck. You're not going to hell because you don't have a Valentine. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm already going to hell for several different reasons, but one of them is not because I don't have a Valentine this year. Retweet. Mariah's my Valentine. Actually, no. You've got a Valentine. Michaela's my Valentine this year. Oh, your Valentine? You're around. I love you. Okay, so she is my Valentine. She I, bought me chocolates, you guys. I chocolate did. There, there are chocolate-covered strawberries in the fridge that we're going to eat after we wrap this uh, finale episode for you guys. We're going to be a little cute about it. <laughs> <laughs> there are candles lit. I'm wearing lingerie. She has no idea. I have a strap-on on. Oh, my God. We're getting excited. Okay. Um, but, yeah, a lot of people try to to force or expedite the process of having or finding a significant other before the holiday. And the people that don't are sitting there like ruminating on themselves and being like, Oh, poor me. I don't have a Valentine. Oh, poor me. I'm so lonely. Look at you with your boyfriend and the flowers and the chocolates and the hearts. And I wish I had that blah, blah, blah. Let me just tell you, not having a Valentine on Valentine's day does not make you any kind of pathetic, but talking about it and tweeting about it and bitching about it definitely makes you pathetic. Yes. Don't fucking do that. Like I said, nobody cares that you don't have a Valentine besides yourself. 
Like no one be appreciative of the people that love you and the people that you love your friends, your family, some of your coworkers, like be love is not something that is only shared romantically. Yeah. So I consider Valentine's day a day to celebrate everybody that I love every Valentine's day. I've always sent a text out to everybody that I've told I love you to, and that I still have that feeling for that I love them and that I care about them and that I am thinking about them on this day where I celebrate the love that I get to have in this life. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not about being in a relationship. Well, and if you don't have a significant other, have a Galentine's day. Yeah. Go out with your girlfriends, go out with your guy friends who are single, go mm. out with your sisters, your brothers, your not parents. even Galentine's day. It's Palentine's day. Palentine's. Palentine's day. You guys. I love that. Chill with your friends. Be around the people that love you. That's the main point. And, uh, uh, well, at least Galentine's Day. I've had a great Galentine's Day. Four of us girls went to a restaurant. We got each other roses. We had drinks. We were 18. They didn't card us, apparently. But it was great. Galentine's Day is often way more fun than um, actual Valentine's Day with a loved one. I agree. Yeah. Because there's there's all of the elements are still there. The love, the hearts, the chocolate, the cake, the nice dinner, the wine. You can eat dessert and not feel weird about it. (laughs) Not that I feel weird about it. Like a fat ass. Um, I'll eat steak and a whole cake. Thank you. Whether or not I'm with or without a man. It's just who I am as a person. I'm snapping. Retweet. Um, so yeah, basically that's just what we kind of want to convey to you guys is that we know it's hard to be single sometimes and have either all your friends are in relationships or getting married and whatever, especially, you know, with the current status of Facebook nowadays where I see everybody getting married and having babies, but that's okay. That same day you should be celebrating that love for other people and and their families and all of that stuff. So, or self-love and self. Yes. That's such a good point. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you don't have a significant other that you want to spend Valentine's day with, and if your friends have, do have other you know, people to spend Valentine's Day with, spend it with yourself. Yeah. There's no, buy yourself some flowers, take a bath, watch a movie. Yeah. Take go some, to a bar. Take some time for yourself. Yes. That's the best. Hotel bars, guys. Oh my God. You sit there alone on Valentine's Day. You'll have people lining up to buy you drinks. Oh. Are you kidding me? Drink for free this Valentine's Day, you guys. Come on now. That's why I love hotels. Cause there's always men by themselves. Yes. Oh men, men on business trips. Yes. On men Valentine's Day ladies or men, whatever you're, whatever you fancy. Get in there. Go to a hotel. Um, no, I'm not fucking kidding. Yes. 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 I, <laughs> I want to do that love so going bad. To hotel bars. Yes, I'm down. Can we get suits? Can we go in suits? Yes. yes. Oh, I'm Start so down. A like tickets. Interview. <laughs> Wait, two piece or three piece? Three. Skirt, shirt, jacket. I'll have to buy one though. I'm going to wear pants. That's fine. Yeah, okay. I look better in pants. Okay, good. And like pumps. This is a date. This is like Blair and I mean Serena and And Blair. No, Serena and uh Svetlana. What? Remember They're the same person. Oh, Serena and what the fuck is Jor- Georgina. Georgina's name? Yes, Jor- but they're fake names. Oh, Svetlana and Savannah. Savannah. Savannah and Svetlana. Yes, I'm down. I'm down. We have to come up with fake names, though. Back to it. Okay, so next we want to talk to you guys about at what point in time do you start participating in Valentine's Day with your significant other? Um, So, like, are you talking to them? Are you wanting to date them? Are you actually dating them? Like, what's the situation, and when do you 
decide that, yes, I'm going to get them a gift yeah. for Valentine's Day. So I guess I can talk about my situation. Please. Because we've only been talking for about two weeks, but it does feel like it's, you know, progressed more than other things have in the, a two-week period. With other people? Yeah, with other guys. Um, and I don't want to be the one to bring it up. And, like, I really don't care if we do anything for Valentine's Day. Like I said, I have dinner reservations with my best friend already. Um, and it's funny because she's in the exact same situation because the night I met this guy, she met another guy. And so we're in the both, we're both in the same situation. So we don't know what to do, but, um, I think it is tricky cause you don't want to be the one to bring it up. But like, it's like, if he doesn't bring it up, will I be butthurt? Or like, will, will I be disappointed? I don't know. You have to like play that scenario in your head though. I know. I don't think I'll be disappointed because it's like. That's a big expectation. Yeah. There has been a bunch of expectation placed on that for no good reason. But it makes it especially difficult, I think, when you're not even officially boyfriend, girlfriend, partner with this person. So should I celebrate an official holiday with this person when we're not even official? You know, it's it's kind of hard to read. Yeah, that makes sense. But... And I don't want to, like, I don't want to rush anything. I don't want to pressure anyone. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, like, that's the whole goal is, like, you don't you don't want to put pressure on anybody on Valentine's Day. It shouldn't be a day of pressure. It should be a day of celebration. And so I think that if you're, you know, if you're just talking to somebody, casually dating them, you know, I think that it's okay to maybe say, hey, like, if you're not doing anything on Valentine's Day, I'd love to just spend some time with you. Mm-hmm. Or we could go see a movie or go to dinner. You know, just one thing. Just pick something to do together that you always already do or that you have already done with this person. But just do it on that date and see if they want to. And if they don't, don't put pressure on them. I don't think that if you're talking to somebody and you guys haven't established that, like, y'all are together that there shouldn't be any purchasing or making of gifts. Oh, no. I wasn't going to get anything. Yeah. No. I think that it's just, it should be quality time spent. Yeah. Personally. I prefer that. But at the same time, like, if that doesn't happen, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, so my best friend and I have reservations and we were like, should we just casually invite them to like join the reservation? So we already turned it into a four person. Turned it into a double date. Yes. That's amazing. I think that's a great idea. I thought so too, but like, she doesn't want to bring it up to him and I don't want to bring it up to him either to her guy. And I don't want to bring it to my guy. So like, well, what if you guys just said, Hey, my friend and I had plans on Valentine's day to go to dinner. But if you're not doing anything, if you want to come with us just for fun, just for fun. Yeah. Just make it simple. Like if you don't want there to be pressure, don't put pressure on it. Let them know that there's no pressure. You know, we get caught up in this world of not being honest or letting people know only what they quote unquote need to know. Yeah. And it just makes everything more complicated. True that. Well, and people also just get so freaked out so easily. Yeah, especially when it comes to Valentine's Day. Well, especially when it comes to men. Like, and yeah. I don't want to generalize, but, like, I'm going to generalize for a second. Like, I'm sorry, guys. Y'all y'all freak out. Y'all do. Y'all freak out. Like, sorry that you have a girl who really wants to spend time with you on the 
romantic day. You must be really nice or something. I don't know. I apologize. I'm sorry that I like you when you're the one who came on to me. I'm sorry. It, that's not the way I'm supposed to do it, is it? Fuck. Fuck me. Fuck me. I'll spend Valentine's Day alone, I guess, for liking you too much. I'm sorry. Well, it's not like they want to spend Valentine's Day alone. Right. They really don't. No. Do you? I don't think you guys do. I don't think men care so much. I don't think so. I think they care when they have a reason to care. But, I don't know. I, I, I yeah. That's where I stand. Just, just be open and communicate about it. Like, I just don't think it should be that difficult or that much pressure put on it. Well, and that applies to any situation, whether you're just talking or wanting to date or dating or married, what have you. Yeah. Just, Um, it depends on your relationship with that person. Yeah. Um, I don't think asking someone to spend Valentine's Day with you is saying that you want to marry them. And I don't think it's saying that you want to be exclusive with them in any, any means. Mm -mm. I think it's just like, hey let's just do something because yeah. everyone else is. Yeah. Yeah. Do it for the fun of it. Yeah. You know, do it it's because an excuse to go out. It is. An, it's a great excuse to go out and have dinner and make a day of it, you know, and celebrate. You don't even have to celebrate the love that you share between X, Y, and Z. You can just celebrate love in general or celebrate the day in general. You know, anytime I go out on a date with somebody, I get excited to just spend time with that person. Exactly. So I feel like, and I love a good excuse to go out, get dressed up, and go right. out. There's so it's like that. it's like any other day, except it's a better excuse to get excited. Mm-hmm. So just get excited. Amen. Okay, so on to our next V-Day topic, uh, homemade versus store-bought gifts. What do we think about that? Well, I mean, you guys all know my personal experience with a homemade gift, a.k.a. the calendar I got my last boyfriend for Valentine's Day. Um, I think homemade gifts are a little bit more special than store-bought. Well, okay, it depends on what it is, because if you make me a And why they want it. Yeah. If you make me, like, a goddamn macaroni necklace, I'm going dumpy. That's it. That's That's it. it. We're done. But, I mean, uh, frame a picture of us or something I like, or make me a card. Draw me a card. Draw me something. I don't know. That's a little kindergarten, but whatever. <laughs> it's cute. I don't need. I don't need. I'm not like a jewelry person. I don't really want jewelry. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Forever Twenty One earrings. <laughs> That's like my shit. Hoops or nothing all the way. Uh, I think store bought gifts are kind of a cop out for creativity. Yeah, um, but that's just me. Well, I I always. Well, when I did buy Valentine's Day gifts for my boyfriend when I was in high school, I always... Okay, let me just preface this by saying I am an excellent gift giver. I always think about the person and who they are, um, like, when I think about buying a gift or making a gift. Um, So, for example, one year... This wasn't for Valentine's Day, but just generally, I um, got my boyfriend a... It was a, like, stainless steel or, like, a copper guitar pick. But I got it engraved with a saying that I had been telling him when he would doubt himself. So it was kind of, yeah, so it was kind of like a mix and match. It was, I God, I don't remember the first part, but whatever it boiled down to was basically do what you love because he was really doubting his musicianship at the time, and I just wanted him to find some comfort. Um, But I've also made, like, taggy blankets when I was feeling thoughtless, you know, like something like that requires no thought. It just requires, you know, instructions on Etsy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. Like, but you know, 
for Valentine's day, it's something a little different. I like to get my significant other, something special and something that would, wouldn't necessarily be about us. Uh, Although a lot of the times I think that the gifts should center around the relationship, especially because that's what you're celebrating. But Mm -hmm. to me, I usually just, I take the time spent together as the celebration of, of the two of us or, you know, however, however many of us there are in your relationships. Um, but the gift itself is more of a, here's how I feel and think about you. Well, that's why I prefer homemade gifts. Yeah. Or something that you took part in creating. It doesn't have to be exactly homemade, but that's why I made the calendar because I knew he would love that. And that was his thing. That was the type of thing that he would like. Um, and when he didn't get me something, it wasn't because I was like, Oh, well you didn't buy me something. It was like, he didn't even like think of me. He didn't even put the effort into thinking thinking of of me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't need anything huge. It was just like a card would have sufficed or like a flower. Yeah. A singular flower. Yeah, something, just something sweet. You know, you don't have to go over here and buy me a Cartier watch. I mean, if you want to, by all means, buy me a fucking Cartier watch, okay? Like, I am not somebody who will say no to that. But also, I would rather have you write down on the back of an HEB receipt the five things that you like the most or love the most about me. Or the ten things I hate about you. Yes. (laughs) Ten things you hate about me? And you still decide to love me anyway. Wouldn't that be so sweet? Thank you. Please give me that and some time with you on the couch. That's all I want. And I think that's all most people want is just there's so much vanity when it comes to relationships. How do we look together? How do we look separately? What is your personality like? Is that good enough to match my personality? Mm -hmm. Is your job good enough to match my job? Mm -hmm. Education? What have you, you know, it's, all about the way you look and Valentine's day has become one of those days where it's just about the look. Unfortunately. And not about like, let's get a cute pic together. Yeah. It's all about the Instagrams. It's all about the Facebook. It's all about showing people that you have something that other people don't. And that's where we want to draw the line here is that it shouldn't be that way. So when it comes to homemade versus bought gifts, you don't have to put a lot of thought into something that is bought because it's something that's been advertised. It's something that you think everybody wants. It again, feeds into that. Here's the way relationships look buying a certain nice gift versus making something or taking the time into researching something to do that your partner would like or love to do. Well, and at the end of the day, it's not about how much they spent on you. It's about, the time you spend together and it's about the quality time you have with each other on that day. Yes. Just reflecting on how you feel about each other and what lies ahead. Um, even with your girlfriends or your guy friends or your, you know, heterosexual friends. Quality versus quantity for sure. Yeah. Like just love each other. Love your friends. Love your significant others. Love yourself. Um, it doesn't matter what kind of gifts you get. It just matters about, how much fun you have and if you enjoy yourself that night or that day and days leading up to it and days after. Honestly, guys, it's okay not to have a Valentine and it's okay not to celebrate Valentine's Day 
if you don't want to or if you can't. Anti-Valentine's Day. Anti-Valentine's Day. But also, you have so many freaking Valentine's Days in your lifetime. Yes. That not having one is not going to kill you. They come up once a year, you know. Once a year. February 14th. Every year. Every year. Every year. And not getting the gift you wanted this year is not a big deal. And not having the perfect significant other this year is not a big deal either. Agreed. You know, like live your life, love yourself, date yourself. And if you can't love yourself, you shouldn't be loving anybody else anyway. Well, well, I mean, you know, romantically speaking, but yeah. So give love, share love, spread love, do all things with love and relax, relax, chill. The Keep calm and out. relax. I love it. Hashtag don't be sloppy on Valentine's Day. Don't be sloppy. You know what? It's your free ticket. Hashtag nothing matters, man. Hashtag don't be sloppy. All of the above. They all apply, especially to this date and time. So Yes. So that is our wrap-up of season one. Ah, I can't believe we're done, you guys. Ten episodes in, what, Four months. Four months. Yeah. Yeah. So an episode a week. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this for 10 weeks, 11 weeks. We took one by week actually. Um, but we just want to say a huge thank you to you guys for listening and supporting us, giving us some awesome feedback. Uh, we could truly have done it without you guys. That's what keeps us going. Honestly, is the positive reinforcement we get. Um, and even the negative reviews and yeah. stuff, any constructive criticism, we love it. We are, so so grateful to all of you guys who have listened and given us feedback all of that stuff and who have helped us grow given us ideas wanted to work with us who are going to work with us in the future i mean we just never expected that we would get to this the far. to the end of season 1 like yeah. we really didn't it's been great but we are going to take a like a th- 3 week sabbatical from recording to do some administrative stuff for um the company for the company for, the for MCB LLC. Yeah, but totally stay tuned. Um, we'll still be posting content. Email us with your questions at um, mermaidcitybroads at gmail.com. You can also eat or uh, you can also DM our personal Instagrams, Allie Island, Mariah Weiner. At Instagram handles. They're probably the same on most social media forums. Mm-hmm. Um, Follow our Facebook page. That will have some more content on it shortly. Yes. We're hoping to possibly be in the works of creating some merchandise for you guys. So if y'all have anything that you want uh, to have Mermaid City Broad stuff printed on, email us, shoot us a text, let us know. Um, I mean, you guys, we are just so grateful and so thankful And, you know, we never thought that this would be something that we got to do and experience with you guys. Mariah and I never thought that A, anybody would listen and that B, anybody would like it in the first place because this is us just sharing our vulnerabilities with you guys and being as open and honest as we can be about the stuff that we hope that you guys can relate to when it comes to dating, sex, and relationships. Like, I mean... Mariah and I have mentioned that we talk about this stuff all the time at work with some of the girls that we work with and stuff, but we wanted a way to reach more people. And not only has this podcast helped us do that, but it's helped me and Mariah even become that much closer. Yeah, we're so close now. I love you. I'm just grateful for that. But I'm just so thankful that I got to experience this with you. Me too. I I don't think that I could have picked a better co-host. 
No, if I tried, fantastic. I just, you know, we were meant to be, we did this little, we had, we had an idea and we ran with it and we really never thought that we'd make it past like a second or third episode. We thought we'd get bored. We thought no one would care. Let alone going to a meetup. No, go, go to a meetup, start networking with you guys here in San Marcos all of the guests we've had, all of the guests that we want to have. Um, and that we already have lined up, so stay tuned. Yes, many of them. We're super excited uh, for you guys to uh, get excited about this second season. Yeah, it's We're be excited about it, too. So, Well, um, have a happy Valentine's Day, everyone. And we will see you guys um, back in March for our episode one of season two. Ah! I'm so excited. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. All right, bye, guys. Bye.